0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 337. Happy Valentine's Day. We love all of our fans. I'm here with my Valentine, Anna-Marie Privetier.
1: Well, I'm here with my Valentine, Alice Wilkinson.
0: Hey. Wait, what? Hey. (laughs) But I'm here with
2: my Valentine, and he's not even on the cast.
0: Well, nobody's Valentine is also here, Alex Fuller. It's It's a far more important day. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's
1: his I've anniversary been at for years. Gamer.
0: <laughs> Oh, congratulations.
3: Yay. Yes, I've been here be less time than the rest of you.
0: And I'm Chris Privetier. We're here to bring you the latest news and updates about RPGs from around the net. Let's jump right into it. Folks, what have you been playing? Anna Marie, my Valentine, what have you been playing? You been playing? Okay,
1: that was revolting. What have you been <laughs> playing? Oh. Uh... <laughs> I've been playing, I'm going to take a step to the right and leave the room. Now, um I've been playing more FarmGo. And oh. I've also been playing um, Squids 3DS. And this is a game that originally came out on um, mobile devices. And I really like it. Um, what, what is
0: Squids 3DS, Anna, for people who don't know?
1: So it's an RPG-ish Where, um, the combat system is touch-based and it's sort of like a tactical RPG where everybody takes turns, but instead of moving and attacking, um, your squid is on the bottom screen and you stretch it out with your stylus and then fling it and it goes against other things.
0: Okay. So it's like Angry Birds?
1: No. Maybe...
0: Okay.
3: I don't know is that if Angry squ- is Birds. That squid and-
1: oh. Yes.
3: Yes. Okay. Yeah, it is the one that James reviewed.
1: Yeah. So I mean, it's like if Final Fantasy Tactics and Angry Birds had a baby. I think it might be squids. Because it's sort of an amalgamation of two different ideas squished together. The problem that I've run into is, um, I'm I've gotten to the level in the first game where. Um, You would be strongly encouraged to partake of an in-app purchase. And they didn't rebalance it for the 3DS. So I'm now grinding for pearls. Which is the in-game currency to buy levels and new hats and hats bestow stats upon you. So I also started playing and beat Crimson Shroud, which is an old game for the 3DS.
0: That's a level 5 game.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's, it's one no... of the
0: guild I want things.
1: Mm-hmm. It was made by the same people that did Weapon Shop Deomas, I believe. hmm And I bought it ages ago and forgot. And then this week I was looking through data on my 3DS and date and games on my account, and I was like, ooh, I haven't played this and I should. So I did. And it's good. It's uh sort of a tabletop RPG. Where the top screen, you have your figurines and the enemy figurines. And on the bottom screen, you choose um, your skills and attacks. And you roll dice on the bottom screen by flicking them with your stylus or um, holding A and wobbling them around with the, um, what do you call it, stick.
3: Yeah, that's the one Yasumi Matsuno made.
1: Yep. So... Cool. It's fun. Cool. Um, I got the bad ending because I've only beat it once. I need to beat it again if I want a better ending. And of course, I've been playing Majora's Mask.
0: Which oh, you just been. got that last night. Yes,
1: so we both got new 3DSs. We
0: got new new 3DSs.
1: And I got Majora's Mask and you got Monster Hunter 4.
0: I have a Monster Hunter 3DS. Check this out. Monster and
1: Hunty. For those people who are listening, I'm sorry you can't see it, but it's... Um, gray, silver, and shiny. So With
0: logos and stuff on it. I,
1: just, I got the strategy guide for Majora's Mask as well because we got a pack that had the collector's edition and the guide together. And I'm so glad that I did because I'm realizing that I made the game incredibly difficult for myself when I was younger by just not knowing what was going on. For example, when I played it when I was younger I didn't know there was a song that slowed down time.
0: Um, isn't that new? No. I'm pretty sure the the slowdown and speed-up songs are new.
2: Are they? No, they're not. Oh, they okay. really aren't. Oh, okay. they, they, they were around in the original. Just got to play the uh, uh, Is the Song of Time backwards.
1: Yes.
0: And then if you play the Song of Time with like double the amount of notes, it'll go twice yes. as fast.
1: Well, in this, it doesn't go twice as fast. It lets you advance time to the next hour. Ah, so goes that's 12. the change.
0: Okay. That's it goes 12 change.
2: hours, I think. It goes twelve hours. For, yeah. So or the now,
1: next... if you want to advance to the next um, pillar, you can talk to a scarecrow and he dances you, so he'll advance you to like thirty-six, twenty-four, and twelve.
2: Uh, that uh, that was in the original. The okay. scarecrow's in Clocktown somewhere. Yep. I think
1: he's in the Trading Post.
2: That was it. It's been quite a long time since I played the original Majora's well, Mask. Well, and this is all it's stuff that I long, didn't even
1: know. Long time. So. Yeah, I mean, originally I got through the first dungeon and I was working on, I think, the Goron dungeon when I was oh, a kid. And snow that's, points. That's when I quit. Because I just couldn't do things fast enough to get through the dungeon. So I'm so
0: that's why now you got to start at the beginning of the cycle, do the slowdown song right at the beginning of the dungeon, and then thing goes really slow and you have enough time? I hope so. Is that the idea? We well, have
2: You have twice. I think it's twice. It is like time-wise. I think it is exactly twice as much.
0: Yeah. What? Slowing Time. down. Yeah. If you do the slowdown. Yeah. Yeah, and then isn't it dungeon slower to begin with?
1: I don't know. Okay, I don't care. That I'm not sure about. Okay. So I'm just. I'm having fun exploring Clock Town because there's a million secrets in that town that I never knew about.
2: Oh yeah, you're, they're, they're, you're they're not all exploring. Sorts of-
0: She's not exploring. You're using the strategy guide. Yes, that's cheating.
1: I'm okay with that. All right. I'm having a fun time. I don't care. All
0: right.
1: You're really gonna judge me if you're using a strategy guide? No, that you because bought we bought me? the
0: strategy guide yeah. for you. So yeah,
1: so yeah um, Majora's Mask is very fun. Why don't you talk about Monster Hunter?
0: You like Simon? I got Monster Hunter. Okay, so here's my experience with the new 3DS. Last night is I spent time transferring things. Um, It went very well because we had micro SD cards in the old 3DSs. So we just took it out of the old one and put it into the new one.
1: (laughs) After the data transfer.
0: After the data transfer of the small amount of things it has to do wirelessly. So that all went well. The new 3DS is lighter. It's nice. It's got the little camera nubbin, which works fine for Monster Hunter. Um, I've booted up Monster Hunter. I've made a character, which took a little while because I had to, to choose hairstyles and stuff. I then uh, made a feline companion, who's called a palico. Like Calico, but it's your pal, so it's a palico. So, with my palico, um, I made it like my kitty, Simon. And then I booted it in the game. And there was a bunch of like cinematic single-player stuff going on in Monster Hunter. And it was really weird, because that's not how I'm used to Monster Hunter working. And... Um, so I'm running around in a ship doing story stuff, and it's like, whoa, this is shaping up to actually be an interesting thing. And um, and then I got to the town, and I haven't put any more time into it because I forget what happened. I fell asleep.
3: Monster Hunter has copied the Monster Hunter clones. Say what? <laughs> They've copied the Monster Hunter clones by picking a story in.
0: They've? Oh, they've copied the Monster Hunter clones. Okay, yeah. They've cloned the Monster Hunter clones. Yeah, it's got a story now, and that looks cool, but I haven't spent much time in it. I just didn't have time to, unfortunately. So I'm going to say, I don't know, Anna. <laughs> so far, it looks okay. And I was running around shooting cannonballs at a giant monster, and I was like, yes! But I haven't had time to do any actual real hunts or do uh, go online, so hopefully more of that today. When we're not trying to trade in your old new three, your old 3DS for money at GameStop or going to dinner or anything. Because that's more important today, right? No, nobody cares. Hi! What else did I play, Anna? Oh, I finished Disgaea 3's uh, post-game content. That took forever! Oh. I had to level so much! But it's How did done you that. find
2: time for that?
0: How did I find time? I made mm-hmm. time. I just did it. That's how I found time. Why? Yeah. I mean, it, it's not that hard. Once you learn how to level, which I did read a guide to try and get some tips on how to level faster, Once you, you just have to spend time leveling. And then when you're done leveling, like you could do the content. And then I did all the content and realized the quality of the content was maybe not such that I should be you know, leveling or spending as much time as I did to see it. But, you know, it was still fine. And I'm done with it now. And I could say I did everything in Disgaea 3 on the Vita. And it's time now to be all, um, I don't know, done with that game and moving on to a new one. <laughs> and so I'm done in time for Monster Hunter 4. Disgaea 3 is fun. I can't wait for when I have time for Disgaea 4. Um, but I can wait because I feel like I've had my fill of Disgaea mechanics for the moment. And, uh, well, we'll just leave it at that. Have you played Disgaea? Disgaea? John or Alice or whoever you are, what do you know? <laughs> I can't keep the stuff straight.
2: Um I actually I think the last Disgaea game I played, I have a copy of Disgaea 3 on Vita, uh, but I didn't really get particularly far with it. Okay. I don't think I finished the main story anyway. Hmm. Um I think probably because I think I knew that Disgaea I, I from my friend playing um Disgaea 4 when it came out on PS4.
0: Okay. I'm, conf-
2: I'm confused. Did Sky 4 come out on PS4 or was it a PS3 game? It is a PS3, PS3. game. It is a PS3 game. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um. I seem to remember I actually kind of liked what I saw of Disguise 4 more than Sky 3, I think. So I was waiting for a Vita port of Disguise 4, which I think is now a thing.
0: It is. I have it.
2: Yes. Yeah. So I just need to go out and buy Disguise 4 when I next get paid.
0: So there was a sale, but you've probably missed it at this point.
2: I probably missed it. Yeah.
0: Um. What I don't know. And what I have to check on is how much was added. They added a bunch to Disgaea 3. I wonder if they've added just they as much always before. Add,
2: they always add stuff for the, for the portable version. They um, do. Disgaea, Disgaea 2 had a lot of additional stuff in it. Uh,
0: not like 3 has, but yeah. Did,
2: well, I mean, Disgaea 2 had an entire uh, separate story mode.
0: It did, uh, the Axel stuff. And so does yeah. Disgaea 3. And I felt like 3's was longer. Or at least more challenging.
2: Although didn't they release didn't they release that as DLC for the PS3 as well? Or oh, Raspberry
0: Mold is part of the DLC, you're right. Yeah, there they is just a bunch of, okay, you're right, you're right.
2: They just rolled it into the uh the, the, the Vita version, you get it by default. You know, a bit yes. like buying the uh a bit like what happens when you buy, say uh, I don't know, Final Fantasy thirteen two on PC or something. hmm I don't know, it's the thing that immediately sprung to mind. You are actually... Or, or Metal Gear Rising. That, that has all its DLC if you buy the PC version.
0: Um, What I don't know... No, okay. Actually, I do know. Yeah, so I don't know. I just have to see what they've added in the 4 just because I'm curious. And then I'm wondering, are they going to make a P- Vita version of Disgaea DS2 or whatever?
3: Probably at some point.
0: I know Disgaea 5 is in the works for PS4. Yeah. But, uh, beyond that, I don't know.
3: Uh, yeah, D2 is probably next up on the Vita port.
0: Hmm. I'm going to catch up soon. Then I have to make a decision. Do I play the... I have all these games on the, the consoles as well. And uh, once I'm caught up, I'm going to have to like, decide, do I wait for the Vita port or do I just get it done on... Uh... On the uh, on the TV, because you know what? As people told me when I first brought this up years ago, like playing it on the portables is really fun and convenient because you can do all that grinding while you're doing other stuff, and you don't have to eat up the TV. So, hmm, what's your philosophy on that, else Do you care? Sorry, hmm. Do you care? Like about do you, my, do you doing grinding on the uh, on the TV and eating up the TV when you're doing your disc grinding? I
2: don't. I don't have a TV, Chris. How
0: do you play console games?
2: Uh, well, my PS3 is wired to my PC via an HDMI capture card. Um, my uh and my Wii U is okay. wired straight to one of my monitors.
0: Fine. You want to be all semantical about it. How about eating up your PC when you want to grind in a console game?
2: Well, I have three monitors.
0: Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs>
2: You see, Chris, I've kind of already thought about all of this.
0: <laughs> I'm glad that you have a solution.
2: <laughs> I mean, the best part about running my PS3 through uh, an HDMI capture card is not only can I use it to take screenshots, record footage, stream to Twitch as required, but I can also browse the internet on one of the other two screens that I have.
0: Which capture card are you using?
2: Uh, I'm using a Blackmagic Intensity Pro. Okay. Which is an internal PCI card.
0: I'm familiar. Has it been stable for you?
2: Yes. And yes, uh, XSplit and
0: stuff works with it?
2: Uh, I use OBS at the moment.
0: Okay. But still, uh, that works length. with it fine.
2: Yep. Yeah, no, it works great. Good. Um, it, helps to have a, it helps to have a powerful computer behind it if you're uh-huh. doing streaming. But if you're doing things like Fraps recording or screenshots, all you really need is a copy of Fraps and enough hard drive space to record gigabytes one gigabytes <laughs> of raw footage. Right. Which yeah. is the big problem with... Uh, fraps and its uh, ability to record to raw avi
0: uh, whereas one of these um, capture devices like ann and i have from elgato's do a compression before it hits your hard drive so yeah. it saves you a lot of room Okay.
2: well fraps is all software based anyway yep. it just hooks into whatever the hell i'm you know I, I, I can use fraps for other things
0: right but it doesn't have a hardware compressor chip doing real time uh, video compression before it hits your hard drive no, because Fraps yeah. it's just a piece of software. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, cool.
2: But that's how I got, for example, got all of the um, when I was uploading a lot of screenshots for Super Robot Wars to my Twitter account. I was using my cap. That no, was that was through my capture card.
0: Well, that is darn handy. Oh
2: Anna, yeah, no, Anna, a- we
0: need a we need a HDMI capture card. Yeah. Okay. The she's only on downside
2: board. to them is cost. I think the Blackmagic, when I bought it, it, set me back like 130 pounds or yeah, something. That's how much so. every
0: capture unit costs. Well, okay, hundred thirty pounds. Okay, no, that's more. Yeah,
2: I can't. I actually can't remember the exact amount, and it was at least two years ago. They kind of don't
0: thing. go down in price those black magics because they're like professional stuff.
2: Yeah, I had the money at the time to afford it, so
0: mm-hmm.
2: I went went for it. Well, what I didn't want, I didn't want something that would then break on me.
0: Ah, you know, enough. it's
2: been going for what, like two, two and a half years at this point, and it hasn't. It Hasn't broken as long as it's configured correctly. I've had a few problems with configuration in the last couple of years, but that mostly is because of um, you have to have it very specifically set for um, like resolution wise. And the PS3 can jump around resolutions a bit unless you actually lock it to one resolution. So I basically play all of my games at 720p because it's just easier. Oh, okay. So
0: that's a good tip. If you're having trouble with your Black Magic and your PS3. Hey, how does it handle HTCP?
2: Um, as far as I'm aware, it, it actually doesn't. Um, oh. My PS3 is wired to my computer through component cables.
0: Oh, that's it. the PS3
2: can still output uh, 1080p through components. Okay. Um, the, what the console it has trouble with is the... the uh, well, uh, the Xbox One wasn't out at the time, but the Xbox 360... It was a bit troublesome for it.
0: Really? Because that doesn't have HDCP. It does. It oh, does. Not here. Uh, I mean, okay.
2: Amusingly, I, no, the, the the Xbox 360, from what I recall, does have HDCP, but only on its dashboard.
0: Oh. That's...
2: Like, if you go into a game, strange. I think it actually switches to a non-HDCP signal. Yeah, okay. it's, it's really weird. Whereas I think the PS3 is HDCP all the time. Huh. Okay. I I can't remember the specific... All I know is that's the reason why I've got my PS3 wired in through component cables. Because of problems with HDCP if you run it through an HDMI. Okay. Um. i think I'll the Wii, take your word the, the on that. Wii, the Wii U might be fine, but I haven't actually yeah. tested it.
0: Well, you'd need something you want to stream.
2: Uh, no, I could try, say, Super Smash Bros. at some point. but um, Or Bayonetta, maybe Mario Kart 8... I have got a few games now.
0: Yes, there are good games, and you've named like all of them. But
2: uh, uh, maybe I'll wait for Xenoblade Chronicles <laughs> X. You're not motivated to
0: stream them, is what I'm pointing out.
2: Uh, maybe I say, maybe I'll wait for Xenoblade Chronicles X.
0: What year does that come out?
2: Oh, I don't know. Probably around the time I'll start streaming Star
3: Citizen. Oh, okay. no, supposedly this year. Is <laughs> it actually out in Japan in two months? Oh, that really? is true. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's out in April. And I can't import it because I have an English Wii U.
3: Region
0: lock. Oh, is the Wii U region locked?
2: I think it is. Yeah.
0: I didn't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure sure it is. Oh, that's right. Mm, That's lame.
2: Otherwise, Hmm. I would import it.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
2: As for what, as for what else I've been playing this week? See last week.
0: Have you been delivering missiles? Uh, slightly less
2: so, um, but I did finish World of Darkness in Final Fantasy XIV. Okay. Um, and I upgraded, uh, my ship a couple of times in Elite Dangerous, so I'm now flying around in a Viper, as opposed to, uh, an Eagle. I think Is that game still flying. early access? No, it's out. Okay. Um.
0: Is it have, it, like, a, how long does it take to, like, get through that game?
2: Um, well, it doesn't, Elite never really had an ending.
0: Oh, okay.
2: I mean even the even the sequels one of which actually had a a storyline didn't really have an ending because it was kind of released unfinished.
0: So then tell me is it the sort of game I guess if it doesn't have an ending why would you play it over Eve?
2: Um well it's a, Eve doesn't isn't a um uh because there's, there's quite a lot of difference between the two. I mean, yeah, okay. They are both fairly broad sandbox environments that you can shoot people in. Um, but obviously, Elite Dangerous does it through the whole first-person cockpit. There's a lot more emphasis on um, uh, like actual dogfighting, whereas Eve is more, mm. I don't know, slower, tactic, more tactical-based. Okay. Cool. Stronger emphasis on um, like kind of player interactions and. Um all of that player alliances, not to mention the meta gaming that goes on.
0: So if you want um spreadsheet management, play Eve. If you want um to use a flight stick and a track IR, play Elite. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: And some of us are crazy enough to play both.
0: Yes. <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> so um...
2: The other, the only other stuff uh, that's not mentioned on the document that I've been playing is... And I haven't really gotten that much into them. I've only done a couple of runs in them. But I bought a couple more shmups off Playism.
0: Ooh, tell me. I like So shmups. I
2: picked up Hangeki. Okay. And um, one that I've actually had my own for quite a while back when it was uh, making the rounds in uh, Comicette was Revolver 360 Reactor. Um. Which is a fairly standard sort of bullet hellish shmup, but there's a um you can kind of rotate. You sort of fly down a cylinder and you can rotate to avoid uh bullets.
0: Do I see correctly that there is a three D mode for this that you can play? I there might be. Stereoscopic three D? Oh. There might okay. be. But yeah, this it's is, uh, pretty mental. Cool. I should try that.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, I haven't really had an opportunity to play them that much since I only bought them like yesterday. Uh, so I'll play those this week.
0: Okay. Uh, Alex, I think that's puts us to you.
3: Um, yes, it probably does. Yeah, I Have finished you been cri-
1: spanking more
3: naughty girls? No, I moved on to spanking to using different implements.
1: Oh my!
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I finished criminal girls, which is
0: mm, mm.
3: not so yeah interesting and not so interesting at the same time. <laughs>
2: Uh, Interesting in how the hell did this get published in the first place interesting?
3: Pretty much, yeah. It does do the slightly interesting thing with the battle system where you don't actually get full control. You sort of have to select suggestions, but that gets tiring quite quickly. Especially when you're trying to actually get a powerful attack and it just keeps giving you buff skills every time. Which makes the game I'm thinking of I'm it thinking be.
2: of uh, what's her name from Persona Three and spamming that charm skill repeatedly until it wiped your party, or until the shadows wiped <laughs> your party. Anyway, Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, that was it. Yeah, it was Mitsuru who did that in Persona Three. Marin,
1: Karen, Mitsuru.
2: Yep, that one. You know, just kept on casting that spell and watching it fail while your party dies around you. By
1: well, the way, this
3: That's one is nice. at least you can you only have to select one of the four options, so you're not. <laughs> it over every time.
1: No, it's... Sorry, it's not Mary and Karen. It must be Tentafru. Sorry, off-topic. Carry on.
3: Totally off-topic. Probably more interesting to talk about.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I have written a review, but it hasn't been posted yet because I need someone else to read it and fix stuff.
1: <laughs> I'm not allowed to uh, edit.
3: Yeah. So yes. and, Chris, and Chris isn't allowed to be in
0: <laughs> I'm not allowed to be in the room Where you're talking No, oh,
3: That's that's a joke right. um, You're not allowed to have any editorial control I think, <laughs> is that what it is? Okay.
1: All you do is own this site Chris, yeah. you're allowed to have an editorial direction Not for any there. real
0: reason Just because you want to harass me about it That's all
3: Yeah, pretty much
1: <laughs> Don't worry, he also decreed that everything was my fault This morning
0: It is, it's all Anna's fault Oh, okay Just so you know
3: but yeah, a bit more cool than the girls might as well say so, Yeah, it's it's okay to play for the first few hours and then just sort of falls apart and just becomes a really mediocre dungeon crawler. No. Pretty much. it took me about like thirty, thirty five hours to complete. And then the ending was just bleh. <laughs> There's not exactly much story in this. <laughs> you you go through dungeons and then you then you motivate The girls is what they call it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it's not worth getting?
3: Not really. I mean, unless you have a particular interest in that premise, but Um. outside of that, there's nothing really to... Nothing that hasn't been done much better almost everywhere else.
1: (laughs) Do you regret buying it for me, Chris?
0: Did I buy it for you?
1: Pretty sure you did. How? On the NIS store.
0: Oh I'll go cancel that (laughs) I don't remember doing that But if I did, lame
3: (laughs) Do you get a special edition?
1: (laughs) I don't remember Now we'll have to check our emails Anyways Is that what everybody's been playing?
3: Uh, No I've also been playing To be or not to be
1: so what is that? I saw that in your outline, and I'm like, what is
3: that? Yeah, it's it's something that started off as a sort of choose your own adventure novel based on Hamlet. But okay. sort of has been it's it's written by Ryan North, who is the creator of dinosaur comics. Okay, but it I is am completely,
1: familiar with it, dinosaur comics.
3: It is completely and utterly ridiculous and loads of fun you'll basically go off on a completely ridiculous tangent so I think the last ending I got um, Hamlet decided to be a pirate instead of going back to Denmark wait what? <laughs> yeah
1: okay
0: <laughs> okay
3: yeah it goes all the way so you, can, you can get to take control of, sort of Hamlet Ophelia and well you can actually be Hamlet Senior before he, just before he died the most most of that bit is just completely failing as a ghost. So there's like there's hundreds of like choose your own adventure endings. It's a lot of fun. So I know Adrian and Sam really liked it as well. Okay. Yes. I rec- I recommend. And apart from that I sort of started logging back into Final Fantasy fourteen. Please, partly because Glenn Wilson actually resubscribed, so we got to take him through the Crystal Tower stuff, which was fun.
0: Hmm. So is everyone getting didn't...
3: back into it? Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. Yes. What do you think, Ian? Should we get back
0: into it?
1: I'm gonna be playing other things for no. a while.
0: Cause WoW is certainly not very interesting right now.
1: Not so much.
0: No. It's like I mean if you've done all the expansion stuff, which was great, you're like, okay, now what? <laughs>
3: yeah. I think I'm probably gonna play it for a month and then get ridiculously swamped by all the March releases.
0: When is uh when's that new patch coming to fourteen?
3: The it's the gold source of stuff I think is end of this month.
0: And that's part two of the patch or is that part one?
3: That's part two. Part okay. one was a couple of weeks ago, I think. Right. Okay. Yeah, the part two has all the gold saucer stuff. And then there's the third part, which has the rest of the story stuff in March.
0: And then there's an expansion, right? Yep. When's that due?
3: Spring-ish. Spring-ish.
2: I'm going to assume, I think, late April, possibly early May, something like that. Okay. Yeah, I guess about that. I'm going to be buying it. I I want that. I want that expansion.
0: That'd be a good time to get back into it, too, I suppose.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or is the did expansion? You,
2: did you get to 50?
0: No. Is it one of those expansions where I'm it's 30. useless if you're not at end game?
2: Well, considering it's upping the uh, level cap to 60.
1: Ooh.
0: Well, I understand that's part of the expansion, but I...
3: Well, think well I don't like... know if...
2: Yeah, there's, there's a new race and three new jobs, but we don't know what the unlock requirement for those jobs is. As in, do you need a job at 50? Do you need a job at 60? You know, what? So... Hmm. They haven't actually told us
0: What's the new anything.
2: race? Aura. Dragon AU. Okay. AU space R A. And yeah, they've got scales A-U and stuff. A U
0: Space R A. The au- wow, that's the Aura. Okay. And they are ugly. Okay. Got it. It's <laughs>
1: like you're ever gonna be anything but a tarot tarot. I
0: I know they've got goat horns and crap, and it's like, mm, what is Okay, cool. Yeah, and you're right. I want to be the in any MMO I play. Usually, my first choice is the smallest character race there is.
1: How come you're not a gnome?
0: I have a gnome. I'm playing a gnome right now, and wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> what are you talking about?
2: Oh yeah, you're you're one of our few Lallafell uh guild members on you I
3: sure am law fell I I think yeah Glenn is currently our main Dallafell.
2: Yeah cuz scorn scorn uh race changed himself
0: <laughs> Shaka when the lalas fell <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow okay.
3: that was nerdy that's, that's good <laughs> You it's like good. it though oh, yeah. I yeah that was a your game?
1: You know what? I think that's going to be the podcast title. Shaka
0: Shot, when the lalas fell.
2: Yes. That way we can that way we can spam up the uh, we can spam up the quotes uh, spam up the thread with quotes from that episode.
1: I made okay. sure to write it down so you wouldn't forget it. Awesome. All right. So it sounds like we might want to get back into fourteen.
0: Well, when the expansion comes out,
1: or sooner so that we can get to fifty.
0: And then do go what? And, go to a, a raid?
1: Well, Chris, press, you haven't press, even unlocked an advanced job yet.
2: Shut up. Chris, yeah. gold saucer. Less than two weeks.
0: I you know what? You want, I have no want, I no, I don't I don't want. Why do I want even, gold saucer?
2: Triple triad. No. Triple triad.
0: I have to get to fifty <laughs> to go to the gold saucer. No, do you? I hope you? not.
1: I'm not sure.
0: That would be dumb I don't see to why lock. You would. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So if we're going to log in to play Triple Triad against each other. Hell something yeah! Something nobody took their time to do with freaking Play Online when Final <laughs> Fantasy XI was out. All of a sudden we're hey, going to go and hey, log into 14 and do it.
2: Hey, I played some of that when Play Online was now, around. How much
0: of that did you play?
2: When uh, it was a separate sort of game and off.
0: more easily accessible and useful than this version.
2: Uh, I don't know. Tailed off after a couple of months. Yeah, but, all right. Hey, that would take me up to the expansion if we're going by the same timeline. So,
0: mm-hmm. hey,
2: won't be that bad.
0: Hmm. I don't know.
2: Look, uh, just log in and play the damn gold saucer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't. I'm not. I am i do not have a subscription right now. But I'll think well, about it.
2: Well, get one then. It's not that hard.
0: No, it's not that hard. It's just there's other things I'd like to play. Like I want to get people together to play freaking uh, Monster Hunter Four. Let's like kill some monsters. <sighs> I need I need folks I need to be interested and play stuff.
3: Uh, and you've I always got players. wheels.
0: Oh, it's just me and wheels.
3: All right, he's he's the monster hunter hunter expert.
0: Well, you're not wrong, but
3: I might need the clone expert.
0: The oh right, the monster Hunter clone expert. Yeah. Hmm. The and Manny was playing Monster Hunter with me, but only on iOS. He doesn't want to get a Vita or a. P- three, or excuse me. He doesn't want to get a 3DS, and so that leaves me kind of up the creek. Hmm. Pity me, folks. If you want to play Monster Hunter Four, let me know in the comments. uh Let's play Monster Hunter Four together. It's fair. How what to? What if
2: do I that. don't? What if I don't want to pity you?
0: Well, then just get a 3DS and play Monster Hunter Four with me.
2: Actually, I'm not sure if
0: it would work cross region, but. That's a good question, actually. I doubt yeah. it. They usually charge for it in Japan for online, so I don't know how that works with this one. Do they? Huh. Usually, yeah. So, um, let's
3: see. I think Monster Hunter, I think they did say that you can play North America and Europe together, at least.
2: Yeah, because there are some games that work absolutely fine cross-region, like, po- like all of the Pokemon games work absolutely fine.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean hell so much to the extent where Pokemon X and Y and also the um Omega Ruby and so on uh, all have English language options, even if you buy the Japanese version
1: yeah, it's the same language options in every copy
2: yep which is kind of weird i'm not i I'm not used to that
3: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So, yeah
3: no, North American and European once Center fort, but players can play together, but you can't play with Japanese people <laughs> ah. That sucks.
0: So, what type of three DS do you have right now?
2: I have a normal one, but it, although it is a special edition. No, what edition. region?
0: What region? What region? Japanese. Okay, so yeah, then we're screwed. Yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, shucks. Uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about Final Fantasy XIV subscriptions. And oh. I know. We were talking about how we should start talking about the news, shouldn't we?
2: Oh, yeah. That news stuff. Do we have
0: feedback? Mm. Let's see. Do we have feedback? Uh, We have... hmm. We always had
3: some issues.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, over the past week, we did our Game of the Year podcast. um, talk about the best games of last year. Getting as many of the editorial folks on board as I could. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. And everybody made fun of Wheels. And with that, I don't know, where else are we at for that? Um, If you left comments for that, oh, I know what I, that's what I'm thinking of, the voicemail that we got. Let me play that for you. Uh, Voice. I'm sorry, I didn't get this set up in time this is what i should edit out so let's talk amongst ourselves the peanut is neither a pea nor a nut discuss the peanut is a nut so that doesn't work does it that was well. <laughs> <laughs> all right here's your voicemail from matt from texas
2: yo it's matt from texas um about your question I would say uh, a good topic would be a game that this year that everybody else hated that you liked. Also, uh, I signed up on the forums. My name is uh, Badai. I haven't been able to uh, add an avatar or anything like that. I don't know if I'd like to reach a certain level or what. Yeah, but... well, that'd be cool if everybody answered that. I'm playing Darksiders 1 and 2. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Bye.
0: All right. Thanks, Matt. Um, so matt says a good topic for the uh for the game of the year podcast which is already done but i think uh we kind of covered that in some of
3: the well, we, we, did. we co-opted it a bit yeah
0: <laughs> <It> worked out <laughs> um thanks matt for for chiming in there go join him on the forums and you can provide for, uh, feedback for us in a few different ways Board.rpgamer.com is our message boards. Uh, Additionally, 608-729-4098 is our phone number. You can leave a voicemail just like Matt did. Or, of course, you can email us at podcast.rpgamer.com. And if my wife does her job, we have uh, emails to read on the show usually. (laughs) That's right. That's right. All right, going to jump into the news. We're doing a kind of a shorter... Terrible. We're kind of doing a shorter uh, podcast this week because it's Valentine's Day, and my wife and I want to go suck face. So what? No, okay.
1: <laughs> I am vetoing this plan. What? I'm going to go play 3ds.
0: That's lame. That's terrible. It's Valentine's Day, so I'm going to go isolate myself on the couch and play 3ds no
1: no no. we'll sit beside each other and we'll each play our individual game oh
0: how completely romantic
1: i thought so Uh (laughs) uh-huh wow
0: i mean
2: me and david are doing that already you can just feel the romance Uh uh-huh i think he's rolling his eyes at me
0: (laughs) dungeons and dragons returns to the sword coast is the headline alex you wrote this headline what the heck is this about
3: there's a new dungeons and dragons game
0: video game even it called, yes. it's called Sword Coast Legends. It's going to use the uh, Forgotten Realms setting, which is like what Baldur's Gate used, and is due to be released later in 2015 on PC. So let's see, fifth edition rule set. Who's making this?
3: Uh, N Space and Digital Extremes.
0: But wait, it's not Bioware, so who cares? Hmm, I don't know. Uh, so all right, new PC game. Is this going to be? They're going to use the Infinity Engine? No is uh, <laughs> no. That feels no. like a trick question. Yeah. So what is uh what's this what's this what's this gonna look like? It looks like if you click on it, it looks like an old you know it looks like uh
3: the yeah, first. It looks very similar to yeah. the, that type of game. So yeah,
0: Baldur's Gate or Divinity, um, Original Sin or um, any of these with the three quarter top down view, a party member list in the left side, and and an inventory of spells for you to click on in the bottom. So. That's a good sign. Um if you're looking for that kind of traditional PC, Western RPG. Uh the graphics look um nice ish. they look okay. So
3: it also has a DM mode.
0: Ooh, it has a DM mode. So yes. can you make so is this gonna be like Neverwinter, you think?
3: Uh I haven't played Neverwinter, so I don't know. But it's sort of gonna be where you can get multiplayer where you've got sort of four people being the sort of party members and one person being the dungeon master
0: so um my question for that is how effective is that dungeon master mode so i can actually use it to run a campaign that's story based and role-playing based rather than just game mechanic based but
3: i am not sure at the moment but there's a couple of screenshots that sort of show how you design encounters i think so
0: okay and do I have to do it all ahead of time or does it let me do it on the fly? That's the real question.
3: Um I think you can at least do some bits on the fly, because it said sort of real time. So.
0: One of the things you don't want with a game like this is for it to be all um requiring the DM to do hours and hours and hours of prep. You want to just be able to get together and have fun. Um so let's see if they pull that off. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah,
3: what, I believe you can sort of adjust things on the fly as you go through, so I hope so. It's not-
0: We'll have to check it out and see uh, see how this goes. Sword Coast Legends. Uh, we'll keep you posted on that later in 2015. All right. Who's played Tokiden? I did. Is that a Monster Hunter clone? Yes. Okay.
1: Um, That's the one that's put out by Koi Tecmo, right?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so we have a review co- copy of that somehow, Anna.
1: Um, we do?
0: I think so. I have a Vita.
1: No, op- you have a copy of that. Um, for other reasons that I do not wish to discuss. Oh,
0: okay, never mind then.
3: (laughs) Yeah, here's one you can sort of tell immediately when looking at it that it's a Koei Tecmo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it looks like... um, Wait, how do you tell?
3: How do you tell? Tell me. um, The visual engine sort of is very similar to Dynasty Warriors.
0: Ah. And you've got all
3: the historical characters.
0: So this is a Musou game? (laughs) No. This is a Muso Monster Hunter. Muso Hunter. Okay. So what is this? This is a sequel to Tokiden coming out. Tokiden Kiwami. No, it's
3: the traditional like oh. Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, Monster Hunter and
0: So it's the if you haven't played Tokiden yet, but you already bought it, you can feel really bad cuz you're going to want to buy this one instead before you bother playing through the game. Yeah. Okay, good. That's that's my life. That's my life with Vita games. Let me tell you.
3: Yeah, it's the usual Monster Hunter style right, with have released one game that's released a new game with new stuff. Uh, and the original game.
0: <laughs> is it good at least? Was the first one good?
3: It's pretty fun, yeah.
0: Yeah? Does it take forever to get through or no?
3: Um, no, I don't think that one's too bad.
0: Uh, this is, like, that's uh, awesome. no, that's... Alright, so Monster Hunter, Hunter is quickly. a long game. Because it takes a lot to grind up your equipment and do in-game hunts with friends. Now, are these games shorter, these clones?
3: These are a bit because, yeah, they're, this is one of the sort of more story-focused ones.
0: Okay, and it's satisfying to just stop after you're done with the story mode, you think?
3: Yeah, well, okay. I did, so. Right. I mean, yeah, it was about 20, 25 hours so, to get through the story mode. I mean, you've, got, you've got extra stuff to do afterwards if you want, but I didn't. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's Brandon messaging us, you know,
1: Anna. Oh, my bad.
0: All right, so Tokiden Kiwami is coming out on PS4 and Vita. It'll be out March twenty fourth in North America and March twenty seventh in Europe. Do these things have like cross save or anything, or do you? Have to, are they just two completely separate versions?
3: Um, I think it's got cross save for the Vita because yeah. it was that the original wasn't released on console. So
0: oh, okay, so this one will be. Um, I wonder how if it's cross by, probably not, right?
3: No. Yeah, of course not, because it's. Uh, pretty, sure, pretty sure that won't be. Cointecmo
0: doesn't do that, do they? They're just not uh, big on the cross. Yeah, buy. and I
3: think this is probably one of the higher. Sort of one of the more. The standard expensive style games, so they don't usually do by on those, do they?
0: No, they don't.
3: You just by on the lower profile ones.
0: Lame. Alright, well. So this really comes down to do you like the art style and want to play through this? All right. Well, check out the media. We got uh, like three videos in this story on our site, so you can check it out there. And then over here, we have um, a game that competes with Anna now. Even though she used her company used to translate this series of games, now the company's parent, child company translates them. That's right. It's the latest Bokujo Monogatari game. Formerly known as Harvest Moon in the States. Story of Seasons.
3: Yeah, the press release very carefully didn't use, use the Japanese series name rather than the...
0: <laughs> well, yeah, because uh, Harvest Moon is a, is owned by Natsume, so they can't true, actually yeah. use it to you know, promote their game.
1: And here's the thing is, I got I, I kind of had to laugh when I saw that press release because they're kind of playing up um, the role of oh damn, what's his name? Oh shoot! Uh. Boom, 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 boom. They're really playing up the the role of Hashimoto in the Bokujo Monogatari series because he's done um one. He's actually the Rune Factory guy.
0: Yeah, but people like those games,
1: and people don't like Harvest Moon.
0: Well, except Room Factory 4, huh? Hmm. Well, never mind. I don't know, Anna. I don't like the latest Harvest Moon, I can tell you that much.
1: Have you liked any Harvest Moon?
0: I think the first one's like a lot better than the latest one. <laughs> the what I've played of the SNES one looks fun. I would actually go back and play more of that. Then
1: I want you to play as much of the SNES one as you've played of The Last Valley. Oh, okay. And then we'll have a conversation. I'm on, <laughs> no, no, I don't think... You're, I don't think that your opinion is invalid or anything. I'm just curious if it's going to stand up.
0: Okay. Well, let's talk about Story Seasons. Seasons. Um, They've they're put out some new media and some announcements. First of all, they have a release date. Story of Seasons will come out March 31st.
1: If it doesn't get delayed again.
0: 2015. <laughs> It'll be 40 bucks. You shut up. This is their time. You've had your time. You released your game. This is their time. Mm-hmm.
3: That, two, that two weeks is ridiculous.
0: What? Oh, and then
3: for from, from March the seventeenth to March the thirty first. So okay, just terms of releases. There is a lot of nuts
1: coming out in the last two weeks of March.
0: Uh, maybe they should delay more just to get out of the way of all that other stuff. <laughs> That's probably why they're doing it, isn't it? Well, um, it's forty bucks. It'll be oh, and they also announced that they're localizing another game called Lord of Magna.
1: So this was um Magna. Oh shoot.
0: Magna Car- Kinky no Magna. Kinky, oh, Kinky no, no Magna. magna. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Kinky no Magna?
1: K-I-N-K-I.
0: So is this like a knock the clothes off your opponent's game? No. It okay. is
1: not Kinky K-I-N-K-Y.
0: <laughs> Alright, so what is this crap? Or I mean, this wonderful example of role-playing games that surely would be amazing. So it's a strategy game with a lot of chibi characters.
1: It's supposed to be a strategy game with Harvest Moon-esque. Relationships, but it isn't really.
0: And we've got an import impression of the game up from Michael Baker. Yeah,
1: definitely read that because that'll give you a, a fairly good layout of the game.
0: Okay. So we don't really know what it's up. But they're localizing that sometime. Um Wow. That's coming out a lot sooner than I would have thought for a new announcement. It's sometime during spring twenty fifteen in the US. No uh European dates for any of this stuff, because Usually done by a different company over there. Though there's so... Marvelous Europe now, so maybe they'll do it all,
3: right? Yeah. Yeah, um, so do it at some point. Is,
1: yeah, if this stuff is going to come out, it'll be through Marvelous Europe. Because mm. uh, Rising Star is busy. What are they doing? A bunch of stuff.
0: Oh, like what?
1: How about the Lost Valley?
0: Oh, really? <laughs> ah, okay.
1: Well, it's Berksala Lightweight, but Rising maybe they'll Star make it is a doing all of their PR for them probably means they're also working on
0: a lot of the other stuff. Will they make, uh, will they make Lost Valley a good game?
3: <laughs> she doesn't comment.
0: Kickstarter check-in on Three Monkeys. Alex, what is a Kickstarter check-in and why did we do it?
3: Uh, that's when we want to talk, do news for a Kickstarter title. Okay. Basically.
0: <laughs> so what's the news here?
3: Uh, well, it's basically when we want to sort of highlight an actual Kickstarter. So.
0: so this one looks like it might be good.
3: It's yeah. It's when we deem it worthy of our interest, (laughs) and it's entirely at the discretion of individual staff members.
0: (laughs) It is an audio-only computer game, so this is weird. So it's an audio adventure fantasy RPG. It's fully playable without any visual input. You hunt, fight, and solve puzzles all using your ears, and it's built in Unity. So that's cool. Um, and yeah. So it's all dark, and so you're trying to bring back light, I guess.
3: Yeah, you're you're, play, you're playing as a blind character.
0: Oh, ah, neat. And so it's nine pounds to get a copy of the game. And I don't know what that is in real money. Um, you could go figure that out on their site. So that's on Kickstarter.
3: Uh, call Probably about 14, three, 15 bucks.
0: Three Monkeys Part One Into the Abyss, if you'd like to back this. And, of course, who knows if they'll actually make the game and if it'll be any good, but you can go check that out. It sounds intriguing, that's for sure. So, they've got a lot of visual stuff for a game that's all black, isn't it?
3: Hmm. Yeah, I think that's sort of more design stuff to help them. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, cool. The game sort of needs to know where you are.
0: That is really intriguing. So I like I like that idea. That's pretty cool. So
3: where is there? Oh, yeah, yeah okay. it's got a few sort of sound clips on it, which are pretty really neat.
0: Ah. Uh, well, then um, that brings us to the next uh, next story, which is Tayan. Who's Tayon? Oh, they're a publisher from Poland, and they've got a new three D S. RPG called X-Cave, E-X-C-A-V-E. What? Okay. It'll be five bucks on the eShop on February 19th, so five days from now. You heard of X-Cave, Anna? Mm-mm. You, well, you've heard of it, Alex, because you read the story. So this is a real-time top-down RPG with roguelike elements and 50 dungeons, five of which have bosses, so this looks like a mobile game to me. This feels very mobiley.
3: It was an indie Japanese RPG, basically.
0: So it's an indie Japanese RPG coming to 3DS. Was it indie in uh, Japan as well on the 3DS? Or was it on a different platform? Do you know?
3: Uh, It was 3DS. 3DS there? Okay. Initially, I believe. Cool.
0: So that'll be out here in just a few days. And Anna, what's that other one you were just playing, that action RPG on the 3DS you were just looking at earlier? Oh,
1: Um, hang on, let me pull it up.
0: Isn't it like Legend of Heroes? League of Heroes. League of Heroes. Okay. That's two $5 RPGs on the 3DS. They got a lot of these on the eShop. We need like a better, we need like a guide to inexpensive games, inexpensive RPGs on the the eShop and like, um, Uh, whether or not they're good or not. Go for it? Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, I'll get right on it. Okay. That's the problem. The eShop is so hard to find old stuff and know what's good and nah, what's it's bad. It's
1: one of those things that pet is a really time-intensive feature you're talking about, Chris.
0: Yes, it is. That, that's my point, is to save people a lot of time. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Video impression of The Darkest Dungeon. Scott Walker, our tabletop specialist, has taken some time um, with Darkest Dungeon to do a video impression of it. A new feature for RP Gamers. Uh We don't do a lot of these. Um, but he's uh, put together a video. It's uploaded on our YouTube. And, of course, we got a story for it on the site. So you go check that out. Um, he's going through Darkest Dungeon, which is currently in early access. But everyone's kind of digging on it. A lot of attention from a lot of the mainstream gaming um, sites and all that. It's a $20 game. Go check out the impression and see what you... small well, see what Scott thinks of the game and whether or not you might want to pick it up. Let's see. Oh! We have another Kickstarter check-in. We need, like, a fanfare for this. Kickstarter Yeah,
3: We'll, we'll, ha- we'll have enough one early next week as well. Oh, okay. But I think you mentioned that that story comes later in this.
0: Yes, you're right. So, another one is called Underworld Ascendant. Cassandra put up the story for this. It says, Underworld Sentrits, it's the original team behind Ultima Underworld, um, and they're working on making a, well, bringing back the legendary fantasy RPG series, though probably without the Ultima license, right?
1: Um, if this is the one that I'm thinking of, they don't have the license, but they're not going to get sued for
0: it? So they're just calling it Underworld. It's a next-gen sequel to Legendary Fantasy RPGs Ultima Underworld and Ultima Underworld 2. So they won't be using the, the name Ultima, but it's kind of the same thing. Right.
1: That was the impression
0: that I got. I didn't play those games. Did anybody yeah. here play those games? I did not. No? So, I don't know anything about those. If they were good, bad. If we would like them, wouldn't like them. All I've got is this little video to watch. The RPG Masterpiece, Ultima Under. Oh, Richard Garriott, they get in the video. Um they show some scenes from Thief. So this is a first person RPG thing. It looks like. With casting spells. Well
2: Ult- Ultima One Ultima Underworlds one and two were first person as well.
0: Did you play them?
2: Uh I have copies of them on Good Old Gaming, but I'm not haven't actually played them yet. I am familiar with them though. Hmm. I'm just trying to remember what engine they used, because it's it sounds um, like a Might
0: and Magic engine or almost. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, but it was done by um, Origin. Oh, okay. Uh, EA
0: Origin made a game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll shut up now. Well, so it, well, it it go develop- over there and smack de- him yeah. again. Yeah. It was developed <laughs> by um, Blue Sky Productions, who eventually became Looking Glass, and then published by Origin. This was obviously long before Origin was taken over by EA.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah, they. I'm just trying. Oh, I think that was they based it off Wizardry. Oh, okay, that was it. I just remember doing some some reading while I was at work about um, the engine used with um, some of the early like first person shooter games like Wolfenstein 3D and Doom.
0: So these guys but- need six hundred thousand um, dollars. They're at four hundred thirty-one thousand dollars. Oh my gosh, I forgot the most important thing that we do on the RPG Cast for Kickstarter coverage. All right, <clears throat> Underworld Ascendant for 1. for $5, that's our lowest tier. You get um updates on the progress plus a badge for their forums and Kickstarter exclusive in-game iron avatar's ring which glows when the enemy is nearby and has the inscription, remember to buy the game. Wait, what? That's the inscription. <laughs> yes, remember to buy the game because you don't get the game with this tier. So <laughs> <laughs> That's the inscription on the ring. That's wow. pretty
1: awesome. Wow! So if we go,
0: yeah, it's only five dollars. So all right, and on the other side, for ten thousand dollars, you get all the other things plus an over-the-top underworld ascendant launch party. You spend a day with the team, talk games, play a board game, share your thoughts for what other side does next, plus a special treat, plus royal patron credit in the game. Travel and accommodations not included.
1: What for ten grand? Not included.
0: Well, yeah, because no, it's not included. Okay. Yeah,
1: I mean it's hard. Sometimes these crazy tiers include travel, and sometimes Well, I they just don't. think
0: it's funny that some of these games charge a lot more for this ability to just hang out with the dev team than mm-hmm. other ones. No, that's true. This one is like ten thousand dollars to pretend you have friends for a day. Woo! Okay, so over back on Three Monkeys, the game with that's, that's all audio. Um, for one pound, you get uh, uh, thanks for your support. You get added to the mailing list and kept in the loop with developments. And on the other side, for one thousand pounds. That's one ton of money. No, that's not right, is it? Um, we've <laughs> reserved three characters in the game to be voiced by three of our Kickstarter batter- backers. You'd be one of them. You'll travel to our studio and help us bring the- your character to life. You'll also be invited to our lunch par- launch party—not their lunch party, their launch party. Receive a producer credit and receive everything from the judgment tier, which is um, some older, some earlier tier stuff. So yeah, isn't that great? Okay. Cool. So there you go. That's uh, those the most important part of our Kickstarters, I think. The least and greatest. So back to Underworld, which is using, they've got some stretch goals. So $600,000 to, to do the game. And then they, what are their stretch goals? Kind of include things like new areas, extra creatures, more new areas. And at 1.2 million, their top stretch goal at the moment is like co-op play. So we'll see how that goes. Go follow that on Kickstarter and check in. Uh, We got the video up on our site, so you can try that. And let's see. Where did I get this? Ah, right. Speaking of Bioware, they should be doing... um... (laughs) So dumb. Bioware should be making that Dungeons & Dragons game because they just announced that Shadow Realms is now canceled. Did we cover this last week? I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We covered that Shadowruns was cancelled last week, didn't we? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's cancelled. So there. And the team's going to start working on Old Republic and Dragon Age Inquisition instead. So. <laughs> okay. That's not a good sign. Because <laughs> eventually they won't need those teams to help with those games. So. Worried for are Bioware we, Austin. Are we
1: going to start getting like the Ubisoft room? The what? So, if you're between jobs at Ubisoft, there's like a room that you go to. Oh, really? And you're just kind of... Didn't you read about this? No. You just kind of sit there. No. And eventually someone comes along and hires you out of that room.
0: Oh, great. Except Ubisoft has offices all over the world.
1: Yeah, this is Montreal. Okay. Sorry.
0: (laughs) Agarest 2... Uh, is coming to Steam, according to Ghost Light on February 19, twenty fifteen. It'll be twenty bucks. If you pre-order, you get twenty percent off and a DLC bundle for free. Anna, are you in on Aggress War Two?
1: Um, how about I finish the one that I have first?
0: Okay, sounds good.
3: But that this one is slightly less painful right? than all the others. Huh? This one is slightly less painful than all the others.
1: No, yeah. she and
0: she's she's happy with the first one.
1: Yeah, no, I I like.
0: Wait, which one are you playing?
1: Uh, Generations of War 1.
0: Is that the first one? Yeah. Okay. It's unconnected story-wise to the previous game anyway, so you don't need to... Alright. Whatever. Aggress War 2 coming to Steam. Yay. Is this worldwide? Because Ghostlight is usually just Europe.
3: Hmm. Yeah, all Ghostlight's Steam stuff is worldwide.
0: Alright, cool. Uh, What is going on here? Um... (laughs) There's new Atelier me- media for Atelier Shally, Alchemist of the Dust Sea, and... And
1: more for Rorona, because they put out more screens of, um...
0: Well, this story only has the Shally stuff. Is there Rorona um, stuff,
3: too? Yeah, yeah um, for Astrid's. Yeah, G- Gaijin has that in Oh, and the Jam-
1: yeah, it in Oh,
0: it's for the 3DS, uh, the Japanese-only 3DS one so far. Um, yeah.
3: It's...
1: It's not Japanese only. It just well, hasn't been announced for localization.
0: Well, for right now, it's Japanese only then.
1: It's not even out.
0: Yeah. That means it's Japanese only right now. Uh, That's all that means. I reject your premise. Okay. <laughs> Everyone rejects my premise. We, everything's Japanese only at first, and then it will be... It doesn't mean they've ruled out Japanese when someone says Japanese only. Yeah, um, there were
3: no plans means nothing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we all know that everything could be ported later. Sometimes much, much, much later. Much later. Much, much later. See. Are you? Let's. I think we should move on. on. <laughs> no, I'm talking about um, the the game for that just came out on PlayStation here.
3: Vendish. Um, uh,
0: no, uh, not oh. an RPG. It's the music game oh. that we finally got. Uh, huh? Vibribbon.
1: Oh, much
0: much later.
3: (laughs) Yes, I'm playing that on PlayStation. Yes.
0: All right. Well, you guys got it in Europe, so it's different for you. We had to wait a little bit longer. (laughs) Hyperdimension Neptunia Collection is coming to Europe. Speaking of European only type things, you're going to get all right. it's called Hyperdimension Neptunia Hyper Collection. It'll contain Hyperdimension Neptunia, Hyperdimension Neptunia Mark II, and Hyperdimension Neptunia Victory. These are not the remakes; these are the NAS games
1: because they don't have the rights to the remakes.
0: Right? right? It'll be forty bucks. It'll be only released in a physical format, not digitally, and it has not what? been announced for North America. That's correct.
1: Okay, that's like
3: it's yeah, so it one won't disc. Be 40 bucks.
0: Yep. <laughs> what Anna?
1: That is just backwards.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess these games did these not come out in Europe at all?
3: No, well, they came out in Europe. All right.
0: Well, I don't know. NIS is doing what they can to.
3: Yeah, it's just we can get some money by doing this. It's yeah. <laughs> well, it's not like the Neptune series is struggling at the moment.
0: Well, no, but NIS he doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't get anything jump out of that bandwagon if you can. Yeah, I guess so. Um. Let's see. uh, Etrian Mystery Dungeon showed off their medic this week. We've got all the media and the videos about it, so you can check that out on our site. um, Or Atlas's site, really. Alex, it's the sequel to your favorite game, Blackguards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He said, ironically. So, um, we've got more media up. You put it up. uh, Videos. And uh, did we learn anything that makes it look like this one will be good?
3: Go ahead and wasn't paying much attention to what was actually in the videos
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> posted it in there. All right. 35 bucks on Steam um, it's out now so I don't know why we have media, more media up but you know
3: whatever well they keep releasing media so we put it up
0: I guess no one's buying it or something I don't
3: know it's like... I think they did it quite a bit in the first one I think David dislikes. Like, is
0: this uh, is Blackbird 2 a direct after. sequel or is it a new story
3: S- sort of Sort of? It's got, okay. I think, most of the characters are returning, so it's sort of set a couple of years afterwards. But I think the story is almost.
0: So even if the game was better, different. I would not want to go back and finish Blackguards one just to get ready for this one. So it would need to be separate. But
3: yeah, it's yeah, it's sort of is the game sequel With lots of returning characters.
0: Does this game feel finished?
3: I haven't played it, so oh, I don't okay.
0: Know. Are you gonna play it?
3: Um, probably not unless I have to, so I don't think I do, so. Hmm.
0: <laughs> 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 I like that. I'm not unless I have to, and I don't think I do. <laughs> All right. ferune ferune 2, I don't know what this is. Circle Entertainment and Fly High Works. I uh, we talked about this last week. I have a feel. yeah, the fact that I can't pronounce it feels familiar, so we must have talked no, about yeah, it last week. We year.
1: definitely talked about this last week, because I was thinking about picking up the first one and doing sort of a little impression about it for the podcast.
0: Okay. It's a sequel to the 8 bit adventure RPG released on the eShop in late 2014. All right. You can go ch- Yeah. Felrude Tune is coming. Go check the eShop for more info. Okay. I the need to
3: run away at this point. Thank Bye, you, Alex, Alex, for being
0: on. We'll see you next time. Enjoy your hockey. Yeah,
3: no problem. I shall. Oh, I hope I shall.
0: <laughs> Alice, you're going to have to step it up. Our other Englishman is gone. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right. India. <laughs> So, Edge of Eternity. Who's heard of Edge of Eternity? I
2: can only I... remember End of Eternity. Which... Yeah,
0: I've not heard of Edge of Eternity. But it's an upcoming RPG. It's going to be kickstarted. It's a JRPG. Um, futuristic sci-fi and medieval age mixed together. And the one of the Kickstarter goals is going to get Yasunori Mitsuda to do the music. Um, so that's good. He's the guy who composed... Chrono Trigger, Xenogears, Chrono Cross, Xenosaga, Soul Sacrifice.
2: Can't, can't, can't imagine he's cheap.
0: Yeah, no. I, I no. Let's see. Uh, in this project, Edge of Eternity, he says, I'll take part as a music composer looking forward to create music for such an epic perspective in a world which I really love. I'm sure the game will be a great work with a collaboration between French and Japanese creators. I hope everybody will also look forward to the goal of this project, and for its realization, we need your cooperation." I'll do my best to contribute to a beautiful music you will all love. So, wow.
1: That was a mouthful.
0: Well, it, his English is a little awkward, but pretty good. So, good job. Um, uh, let's see. It'll. Oh, the uh, campaign launches tomorrow. So, go to Kickstarter on February 15th and look for Edge of Eternity, and you can learn more about this. And I don't know what's up with it, except it's been in development for a year already so i don't know what that means because <laughs> so, who's been funding this year but uh all right and uh, i can see what's going on with that so that's exciting so new jrpgs especially ones that involve mitsuda music uh i might go back that if i uh, i better make a note for tomorrow anna remind me huh yeah
1: what am i reminding you of
0: the kickstarter no why
1: because you can set something to do that automatically.
0: Oh, all right. Hold on. Siri, remind me to look at the Edge of Eternity Kickstarter tomorrow.
1: Here's your reminder for tomorrow at nine
0: a.m. It says, I create it? "Yes." <laughs> it called it the Edge of Maternity. <laughs> I don't know about the Edge of Maternity, but. Um, <laughs> That's like, uh, what is that? Month nine in the pregnancy is at the edge of maternity. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just gonna move on. Uh, the Atelier series is getting a giant soundtrack collection. 4four discs. Ooh, what? 4four discs of soundtracks. According to Gus's social PR account Gust, Gust Chan. They're celebrating the company's 20th anniversary with what they call the ultimate CD box featuring tracks from all the main Atelier titles they've released up to now. I want to ask, do they know that digital music is a thing that they could just, you know, put this up as a bundle and probably get everybody to buy it around the world? But no, of course not. It'll be available on the official Gush shop. It will be a limited qua- quali- blah, quantity and uh, details on pricing availability will be announced in the near future. So in other words, we're going to buy it from PlayAsia. No, we won't get it because it won't be on Play Asia or anything. Oh, I think it will. Okay. Well, hey, they do have more details on it right now. Um, it'll be on sale April 1st, 2015, and the rest of the details are in Japanese, so I can't read them. Uh, it'll be 50,000 yen. Ooh. So that's like 500 bucks.
1: Yeah, I maybe mean, we won't do that.
0: No, we won't.
1: Makes me sad, though.
0: And they list all the discs, and then there's a plus sign uh, for something else. Maybe a video or something you get with it. Um, No, but that's cute. Um, It looks like a bunch of games. Yeah, it's like all the Atelier games, I guess. But... uh, And it's just a collection of all their soundtracks, so all put together. That's cool. Uh, I like the Atelier music, so... Do tele series get a massive forty-four soundtrack set? Uh, ah, here's the next one. Dragon's Dogma Online has announced the first four jobs you can play as. By the way, there's a online MMO for Dragon's Dogma. I think we talked about that last week. Uh, there are four jobs that they've announced: fighter, hunter, priest, shield sage, and let uh, this. Shield sages will use their shield to block enemies. Really? Priests will be about healing and supporting the party. Hunters will snipe with arrows. Fighters will be well balanced in attack and defense and do close quarter combat. I'm I'm glad we were here to explain that to you all because, you know, nobody could have guessed all of those things whatever. This game isn't announced for here yet. So, that they've announced jobs and they're boring, but you know, that's that's uh it is what it is. The City of Final Fantasy is getting an arcade game. Woo-hoo! Wait, what? The City of Final Fantasy is getting an arcade game.
2: Does it have better graphics than the PSP version?
0: They <laughs> That's a good question. Uh they've got a trailer. You can they, Yeah, you can watch it on Silicon Era. That's where I found the story for this one. It'll be the first game from the series in five years. It's a three-on-three battle system. So this is totally just a fighting game. You know, uh, The trailer shows off Onion Knight, um, Ishtola, um, Cloud Strife, Terra Branford, Lightning, and Warrior of Light. Ishtola is from Final Fantasy XIV, in case you didn't know.
2: Yeah, she was also the representative character from Final Fantasy XIV in um, uh, Theater Rhythm.
0: Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say,
2: No, no. Also, I have a feeling that they're probably going to port this.
0: Port it? All right, maybe. April 10th... Oh come
2: on. You could totally see this coming out on, like, PS4.
0: I could. I mean, it's just a three-on-three fighting game, and, you know, Tekken Tag Tournament's a thing. But the uh, April 10th is when there will be a big presentation in Japan, of course. All this is Japan only, for now. So don't get your hopes up that this is coming over here in any way yet. Um, But yeah, if they do a port, maybe we'll see it. But until then, um, they got a trailer on Silicon Valley. The trailer does look pretty good. It it looks like, uh, yeah, it's definitely better graphics than the the portable games were. Um, But those Uh, are PSP games.
2: Yeah, (laughs) because the portable games were pretty damn fun. And the portable games are only one on one,
0: so. so this yeah, is, I mean,
2: I could, I could really see this getting a PS4 port. I don't something. know
0: how this works, because I thought, I figured you'd be controlling one person at a time out of your team of three, but everyone's running around at once in this. I mean, and, is it well, really? I'm
2: sure we'll, f- I'm sure we'll find out as more information comes out.
0: Hmm. It'd be cool if it was like six players at the same time somehow, but the the way the graphics are focused on one player's. Screen, it already looks like it would need to be a two-up arcade machine or a two, two-screen machine. So, could it possibly be a six-screen machine? Oh, I love Japanese arcades, they're able to do crazy stuff. Oh, like yeah, they're no, really crazy. <laughs> I haven't
2: been to one in many years, but Christ I've man. been to
0: one since 2009, and I just I want to go back. I, I want to go back and get into large Gundam simulator machines.
1: When are yeah, we going I to, really Japan, want to do Christ? that again?
0: I don't know, Anna. When are we going to Japan? I don't know to Japan. Cause... I want to go to Japan too. It's expensive. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: I want to go to I'm going to Japan anyway. Why? Uh dad, well, it's oh. my uh, my mom bet that I couldn't get a job by the end of the year and I did. So.
0: <laughs> she bet a trip to Japan? <laughs> yes. What in the heck? That's a good motivation. I want to be in Alice's family because they got cash.
1: Um, Jeez. Isn't your Mother, like a psychologist or a psychiatrist.
2: Psych- she's a consultant psychiatrist. Yeah. All
0: right. She makes a. She makes money. Yeah. All right. So speaking of making stuff, Sam Walker this week made the new column uh, in the theme of Valentine's Day. This is great. It's called Inquisition de Amore, and uh, as a, I'll just read you the uh, the intro to this. Uh, this is from Sam. She says, I'm a huge Dragon Age fangirl and it's something I've never been shy about. Most people love the story, the gameplay, the music, but me, I always gotta know who my friends were romancing. Strange as it is, the power to choose a romantic partner in Bioware games has always been appealing to me and Inquisition was no exception. Considering the eclectic choices within Dragon Age Inquisition, I challenge Gamer staff members and friends of the staff to share a bit about their Inquisitor in the form of a dating profile. Some people chose to share who they romanced in the end. Others took a a completely different direction, writing it as something you'd share on OkCupid. Some chose to write in the first person, others in the third, each bearing a bit of their Inquisitor's personality and who they had their heart set on. We hope you have a swoon-worthy Valentine's Day, and we'd love to know who you romanced in Dragon Age Inquisition on our forums. So you can go right now to rpgamer.com and check out the Inquisition de Amore and uh, share your own profiles in the forums for this piece, because I'm looking forward to even more of this stuff and of course if you haven't played Inquisition there's going to be spoilers in these things so be aware of that so it's great we got a bunch of RPGamer people we got some friends of RPGamer people like including Francesca Rays, who did like if you remember from like Next Gen and Ultra Game Players Magazine she'd be all like doing other RPG reviews and stuff um, and uh, all sorts of cool stuff so go check it out uh, and and ch- look at that piece one of the coolest things we've done in a long time Ah. <laughs> uh. Did you do one for this uh Alice?
2: Uh no, I didn't.
0: No, okay. Yeah. You didn't get into Dragon Age Inquisition, did you? I haven't got it. No. No, okay. All right. Um after you're done with that piece, there's an import review called Legend of Legacy. I uh for 3DS, Michael Baker uh does the uh import review on this and you can read about Legend of Legacy, which is a game that is not out here, but uh and it's basically a saga game, more or less. But you can go read about it, and he liked it. So uh, you can go get psyched and see if you want to import it. Say you have a Japanese 3DS. <clears throat> Alice, <clears throat> you have a th- oh, Japanese 3DS. Yes. So you might want to consider this. <laughs> All right. Uh, and with that, we will go to our digital store update. All right. So for North America. New releases this week for the Digital Store update include Breath of Fire on the Wii U for 8 bucks. Woo! The old SNES game. Yeah. Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, of course, came out this week for 40 bucks. Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask 3D came out for 40 bucks as well on your 3DS. PS Plus Instant Game Collection. These are free games for PS Plus members. Um, they got this week Rogue Legacy on the Vita, Transistor on the PS4, and Yakuza 4 on the PS3. Actually, I think they got it last week, but close enough. Uh, sales include Code of Princess for the 3ds conception 2 and the 3ds and vita etrian odyssey 4 legends of the titans on 3ds is on sale 14 uh, for 15 bucks etrian odyssey untold same thing 15 bucks on 3ds final fantasy 14 is on sale for 20 bucks on the ps3 the collector's edition is on sale for 40 bucks on the ps3 and those games are both on sale on the ps4 as well but a realm reborn standard edition is 30 bucks on the ps4 and the collector's edition is 50 bucks Lightning Returns Final Fantasy 13 as you can tell from our game of the year podcast are totally our game of the year, right? 30 bucks on the PS3 right now. Shin Megami Tensei Devil Summoner Soul Hackers is 15 bucks on the 3DS. Overclocked, Devil Survivor Overclocked is 15 bucks and Shin Megami Tensei 4 on the 3DS is 15 bucks. Those games are like always on sale, aren't they, Anna? Mhm. Mhm. Over in Europe, you have a a shorter list. You don't have all these things. I'm sorry. Uh, new releases for you include Atelier Ayesha Plus, The Alchemist of Dust on the Vita for 40, uh, 40 euros, Fantasy Hero Unsigned Legacy for 10 euros, Hyperdimension Neptunia Rebirth 2 Sisters Generation on the Vita for 40 euros, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate for 45 euros, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask for 45 euros. While wow, you guys have to pay a lot more for games. That is crazy. Um, All right, and PS Plus Instant Game Collection is the same, Rogue Legacy, Transistor, Yakuza 4. Guys, Rogue Legacy for like Vita, PS4, or whatever it is, Rogue Legacy and the Vita, oh my gosh, go get it if you have a Vita, especially if you're PS Plus. Um, Yeah, okay. And now, the other new games list I go through. (laughs) Keep you at Ford, what's coming out. All right. For the week. February 12th through 18th. We got PlayStation 3, Dead or Live 5 last round is on PSN for 30 bucks. Cubert rebooted on PSN. Who's been waiting for Qbert rebooted? Oh, nobody. Okay. PS4 is kind of the same list except in addition to Dead or Live 5 and Qbert is Pillar on the PSN for 8 bucks over on Xbox 360, they're also getting Dead or Live 5 last round. Xbox One is getting Dead or Live 5 as well. In addition to that, comes Blue Estate. And the Escapists, both games I know nothing about. On the Wii U, Black is on the eShop for six bucks. That's the weird one where you're like drawing around pins to solve puzzles or something. I don't really get it. We talked about Breath of Fire already. Paparazzi is on the eShop for five dollars. No idea what that's about. Down to the 3DS, we have 3D Fantasy Zone in the eShop for six bucks. That's like the the old shooter. Um, Ace Combat. Assault Horizon Legacy Plus, 40 bucks. Uh, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, we talked about already, 40 bucks in the eShop. Ping, uh, Pong Pong Candy on the eShop for $1.20. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that. Um, Majora's Mask 3D is out in both limited and regular forms. Anna's got the limited edition. It's nice. We talked about that already, though. Uh, Vita's also getting QBert rebooted. Over on the PC, here we go. Abomination Tower, AV. Cults and Daggers, Decay the mare, Data Hacker, Rebot, should that be Reboot? It should probably be Reboot, shouldn't it? David, Gas Guzzler's Extreme, Full Metal Zombie, what? <laughs> Gas Guzzler's Extreme, Full Metal Zombie, I'm going to have to look that one up, because that's, what? <laughs> Idle Hands, I-D-O-L, not I-D-L-E, Inner Cube, let There Be Life. Lucius II. Or is it Luscious Two? I don't know. Plush. Reverse Side. Siege of Turtle Enclave. Sword Daughter. Total War. Attila. Like the Hun, I hope? No. Tokyo School Life. Oh, Anna, that sounds like an Anna That game. sounds
1: like an Anna game. <laughs> Let's
0: go look up Tokyo School Life. <laughs> war of the Human Tanks. And finally, wooden floor. So there we go. Ah, Power Lord lets me know that European prices include tax. So that probably helps. VAT. Yeah, VAT. VAT is important to remember. All right. With that, we've come to the end of our show, folks. So I have some questions for the people in my Skype call right here. Alice, what will you be playing this week? Alice?
2: Sorry, muted again. <laughs> I keep doing that. What it's will easier. You I have to click the manual mute because you keep complaining about the, the hard mute on my uh,
0: Oh, uh, yeah, headset. I'm <laughs> sorry. Honk. Well, the one that goes, Funk. Yeah, Funk. that one. Um,
2: <clears throat> it'll probably be, um, again, probably be some more of the same, although I'm off to see a friend of mine in Brighton this week, um, and I'll be taking a lot of PS3 games with me. Um, so, instead of my usual fare, because I'll be away from my normal computer, um, we'll probably get replaced with things like Gundam Extreme Versus, Dynasty Warriors Gundam, uh, Persona 4 Ultimax Arena, uh, some more Tales of Zestiria, Uh basically just sort of clearing out my, my kind of PS3 game collection.
0: Sweet. Good for you. <sighs> Play the Song of Time before doing that. That way you'll have more time to finish them.
2: Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll have to buy an ocarina to do
0: that, though. Oh, well, I have they actually, have those. They're, those I are have for a- sale. I have actually half considered doing that at one point. <laughs> I see them advertise all the time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Anna Marie, what will you be playing? Is that Farmville?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny. <laughs> no it's nighttime.
0: oh in Legend of Zelda Uh alright so that's what Anna will be playing of course and I will be playing Monster Hunter 4 I cleared my schedule for it so I gotta put some time into it and with that we're gonna catch you all next week until then everybody have a happy Valentine's Day if you are um, connected with another person for that and if not I'm sorry go play some games the new 3DS just came out go and you know wash away your sorrows with the Majora's Mask and Monster Hunter or something like that, you know. And uh, message me if you want to play. I'm Sabin1001 on Twitter. S A B I N one zero zero one. Anna, what are you on Twitter?
1: A M Privateer.
0: But she doesn't want to play Monster Hunter with you. No. And then uh, Alice, what are you? Wait, what? Mecca Quinn, right? Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, no, no Mecca Alice on Twitter. Oof, Mecca
0: Alice.
2: I couldn't change it. I couldn't change it too much, otherwise people. And it's also there's an underscore in there as well.
0: Hmm. Mecca underscore Alice? Yeah, that's the one. Okay, sounds good.
1: Troy's mask made me break my nail.
0: <laughs> or just go and post in the comments for this episode at board.rpgmail.com. Send us feedback at podcast.rpgmail.com. And it's of course, it's now clean. It's now clean. Ooh. And of course, 608 729 4098. That's the phone number to call if you want to leave a message. 608 729 4098. 608 729 Four zero nine eight. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Until then, everybody, goodbye. No one else is going to say goodbye. Bye. Oh, okay, I'll say goodbye. Damn it. Love Bye. you all. Okay.